Mouse and Weens. I'm Mouse. I'm, I'm Weens. Jo- I'm Joelle. And Julianne. Weens with her armpit real close like to my We're shoulder. We're in the same room. Again, once again, this down here exciting. in San Diego. We're sisters from Southern California. And uh, Weens is the hot Hollywood chick. Oh, yeah. I'm the married chick with a sniffy cat around the door the right cat's now. cat sniffing the door. We just got carpets cleaned today, but it's very exciting. So she's walking with those fancy paws. If you've ever seen the cat with the little fancy paws because the carpet's wet. And then like, walk, shake, shake, walk, shake, shake. <laughs> That's fun. That's good entertainment. But yes. How are you, weens? Let's I'm get good. a quick update. And then we're going to get into our topic of um, Denny. Cowboy oh, Denny. Cowboy Denny. Everybody and needs to know about Cowboy D. Yes. He is a meat eating tootin'. Lover of our mother, <laughs> mother lover. This is our. He's our stepdad, and he's been in our life for twenty four years, twenty five yeah. years now. But he just has so many things to say mm-hmm. that we, as West Coast Californians, go, oh, we shake our heads. So we're gonna hear some sound bites from him in a bit. We'll get into it, but but catch up. How are you? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> how did uh, how did your everyone's waiting on pins and needles? How did it resolve with your meditation lady? In our last episode, we had a Mean Girls episode, and we talked about grown up Mean Girls. And yeah, this is one of them. So what happened? I have officially left. I have handed over my meeting. Mm. I choose to leave it because also it's on Saturday. And it's really early. It's 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. So, um, and I, I go to another thing early in the morning, like this other meditation type thing. So you do? I'll leave my Saturday open for someone else to take over. And I think it's partially because I really don't want to be around this woman. And what? I talked I- to some... I'm out. I can't believe this is all around like lovely meditation. And well, that's woman- why. And if I were to really fight it i'd have to stand my ground and then i'd have to get other people involved and say okay let's take a diplomatic vote on if we want lights on or lights off and (laughs) anyway but i it's so dumb it's so dumb well and i'm probably controlling but i was the one they asked to create this thing and i created a certain way which was to not turn on surgery lights during a meditation meeting because it makes more sense to me right would want, <laughs> I, I would love to go and to, they hurt my eyes it's awful yeah i'd love to go to meditation with like blaring yeah fluorescent lights that makes no sense and i ran into someone last saturday because i didn't go last week i was i was camping and uh i'm someone said they went and they go oh yeah well just so you know the the lights are on now through the whole meeting and I just said, okay. And that's when I got pissed. And I told them, uh, UN, I'm yeah. not going to fight it. It's just, it, it's not worth it. And this woman wants to control me or control. Yeah. And it, so there, there you go. I helped to launch it and they could do whatever they want with it. She could do whatever she wants. Yeah. I don't care. It's not worth it for, I'm not getting paid. I was doing it as a nice gift to the community. And right. I thought it would be nice, and I just don't want to show up every day and 
have to deal with her with that pit in your stomach, that feeling of just... Yeah, the... and I could I tolerate it. I could... It's not that I'm afraid of her or it's just I would be going into it like, why? I don't want to fight it. I don't want to have to deal with it. I don't want to have a diplomatic meeting about it. It's just, yeah. okay, like, here... I All did right. I did my part, whatever. So would you start a new meditation thing no. or find just a new group or no? You just want your Saturdays back and Yeah, that's fine. Put I'll your just... energy somewhere else. Yes. That's good. That's nice and positive and I'm glad you were able to kind of stick it to the lady. Tell her what I you did voice my opinion. You felt so that's on a good. text message. Yeah. <laughs> good. Because can I just tell you that yeah. you already know the quick version, but also she would always ask what what was I doing after the meeting and you know, oftentimes I, I just didn't want to hang out with her. The energy was weird with her. She's really just loud and strong. And it was just, I didn't want to hang out. I'd, and she's like just kind of a glommy, strange woman. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'd, so I always had a reason not to do anything. And then one time I was, I volunteer once a month for the last couple of years at a church where they feed the homeless. And one time she goes, where are you going? And I go, oh, I'm feeding the homeless. It's a volunteer thing. Well, can I? She said, where is it? And I said, the church name. And she goes, uh, oh, well, can I go? And I was like, I guess. Because it is open volunteer. Yeah, anyone can So go. she took a bus over later and showed up. And within 20 minutes, she was saying, there's a man who has, who has an animal in here. You can't serve, uh, you can't have an animal with food. And ended up. You know, two times of this, she came the next month, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was so, I was like, "Oh, yeah, get this woman out of here." She was stirring up problems. She was talking. These are all sweet volunteer people. They've been doing this twenty or thirty years. That person had been coming here twenty or thirty years. Everything was fine. This is a church that is helping homeless, and she um, decided. She goes, "That's a health violation. That's a health violation." And she was telling people, and they came back to me and they go, "Hey, your friend is talking about." health code violations like what's going on yeah and you're like she's not my friend she's not my friend she followed me me here and so lo and behold i get an email last month or sorry last week that says uh we are being taken in and we're having to testify with a health violation or whatever they do for that and they're trying to shut them down she tried to shut them down I don't know what's going to I don't know what is the process with this. They got it, an anonymous report, right? But I think I don't even know all is. the details. He the guy that is the person that asked me doesn't even know exactly, but they there's one person who gets the information and is dealing with it and we're kind of all a little in the dark cuz we're just volunteers, but yeah, it's got to be her and I be. wrote a text and I said, "Hey, it's really sad that, you know, you being bothered by one thing. I brought you in as a person that I knew and now Thousands of homeless people might not, they're going to Skid Row feeding people. I went with them a few times. We go down to Skid Row and we'll feed like hundreds of people. Wow. Right and there in LA. Yeah. It's and like, these are people yeah. that really are right. hard up. I yeah. mean, this is, these people need help. And, yeah. and one nosy, one lady who was, it was such an innocuous thing. This guy sits over by himself and he's eating a plate of food. The food is all clean. It's amazing people. There's a group of ladies who prepare. It's all done. Yeah. There's this one guy who has one. It's a parrot that he has on his shoulder. It's like, and he sits <laughs> in a corner. out. A parrot. <laughs> the yeah. parrot man. So anyway, this is, so I wrote and I said, that's sad that, you know, you're, 
basically control issues or might shut down and now thousands of people might not be able to be fed. Yeah. So there you go. It wasn't even just the lights. It was that. And that's what got me incensed more than anything. And I'm just... I think you need to get her going on... Well, you don't need to do anything. You need to walk away. But if she could put that negative energy where she's a shit disturber and put it toward her favorite political candidate or, you know, be an advocate for something positive instead of just running around ruining stuff for people out of control. I don't... That was something that, you know, and I tried to look at it from her side. Is it really something that, like, if I were removed from knowing these people and how wonderful they are, am I just taking sides and is it really this big health problem and it's like not really when you look at the circumstance this guy's sitting in the corner and in his own little world with his own and it wouldn't disturb all the other wonderful things that they do where this person's not even there they're you know down in skin row in different buildings i'm saying this one tiny little microcosm of a thing could take down a whole operation that oh yeah right so one, looking at the short-sighted part of what you may have destroyed right? One, by just being like, ah. Right. One parrot and there's thousands of people now that can't get their food. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah. Well, she sucks. I'm sorry. I hope there's karma, you know. I really hope that it comes down. You look like you're sad. You're really getting sad about it. Huh? Well, because I'm really thinking about it going. Yeah. You know, and I really did try to empathize with her, too. I really looked at both sides going, well, does she have a point? Is this something that they need to be up to code on? And when I look at it, it's like, no, it totally was not that big of a deal for what else is affected by this. And these poor, sweet people, and a lot of them are in their 70s and 80s and spend all this time preparing. I don't know. It's all clean and up to. That's crazy. Anyway. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sounds like you did the healthy thing for you to get yourself out of the situation and state your feelings and then be able to move on and put your energy somewhere else. So that's yeah. all you can do. And keep volunteering with that group and, you know, reminding them, hey, she's not my friend. <laughs> and this is my last comment. You win, the homeless lose. Block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. But, you know, I don't want to. T- she goes, oh, that wasn't me. Call, call me. Let's talk about it. I don't want to talk it about it. It's obviously you. They've never had a health They've never had any issue. issue in She walks in years. and then suddenly they're being yeah. shut down. And it wasn't me. Are, what, are you addressing me? Yeah. Question mark. Oh, you, it couldn't be. Yeah. It's like, oh. This is like the nosy neighbor. We have a few of these that just have nothing to do in their life. And they just love to call the cops or make a scene with the HOA. It's like a thing. It's. Well, these are like the the same situation you had to deal with. Yeah. We're, you know, we're dealing with... I know. We're volunteers dealing with um, (laughs) weird control people. So, whatever. There's not enough going on, I guess. I don't know. I know. And this is a town full of, uh, of, well, your area isn't, but mine is. I have all the nosy neighbors and retirees and (laughs) randoms and, and, oh, and then my latest... uh, Retiree issue. Hmm. I got T-boned by an old man strung out on some sort of medication. Oh, geez. Yeah. Came out of nowhere when I was making a turn and um, hit my car and Charlotte was in the back. It was fine and it was kind of at an angle and it was a slow rate of speed. So nothing happened to us, but he dented in my two passenger side doors. So I've been without my car for three weeks and... uh, 
Yeah, freaking sucks. And came out and was like loopy, right? Yeah, was... he was standing in the middle of the street, left his car door wide open, and it's like a big, you know, four lane, uh, not a highway, but a intersection, yeah, big Busy. street. And I'm like, sir, come over to the sidewalk. I'm worried you're gonna get hit. And you know, he shuffled over and he must have had a disease his legs were like horribly horribly swollen and purple and he was like his eyes were opening and shutting like he was uh falling asleep just standing there he was swaying he finally got his papers out of his car and he couldn't um he was trying to give me his registration instead of his insurance he didn't know what was what it was really weird and, and it, it wasn't shock. It was like, or it could have been a little. Like I mean, you'd think yeah. adrenaline would wake someone up and make them like more alert or like yeah. shaky. He was just like weirdly falling asleep. So he I was don't on know. medication probably for whatever reason. Something, he had. yeah. I, I did take. Shouldn't be driving probably. Yeah. The I, assessment, huh? Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm glad you so, hurt. I know. What if someone had been about... on that side? I, st- I don't think it was that hard that okay. it would have done anything, but, and the airbags didn't go off, so, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't, yeah. Your car is so huge that Right, you're good thing lucky. we have our big Suburban. Yeah. See, this we is why big get cars teased, are good. But, yeah. Anyway, so that's been my update. I've been dealing with no car, which really bites, but, but speaking of cars, I'm all about the segways today. Do you like this? Segways? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, no, you're talking about cars. I thought you were, she's going to buy a Segway scooter. That's her new car. No, but speaking of cars and trucks and Suburbans. Oh, Cowboy D. Cowboy D. Cowboy D is a, it's a beautiful gent. He sells, he works for the commercial trucks and fleet division. Yeah, in in Idaho. And he's like one of the number one salesmen and he's very good at his job and he knows exactly what's going on. I think we have a. He, there's a commercial out there starring him. I'll post it somewhere. But um, he is a piece of work, too. We we love him. And then we slap our foreheads quite often <laughs> around him. He's so, funny. I know. But he loves our mom. And he's sweet. And he's just a good... He's super loyal to her. And he's very gentleman-like. And she just loves him. I know. It's a little uh, Sam he's, Elliott He's cowboy. a good dad character like he's a good caretaker he wants to come in and fix things and And help the kids help everybody he's a very good-hearted cowboy yeah he's a good-hearted cowboy (laughs) yeah so how do you want to do this should we like let's launch into he also likes to razz me yeah i'm and this happens a lot i'm the I'm the one that people pick on you're the brunt of the joke often well you're one of those girls i think that can handle it and guys probably get like, oh, yay, we've we've got a tough one. We can, like, <laughs> give her a hard time and have fun. And... Whereas Joelle, the smart one, will just disengage. She or does not hit the volleyball back. Depending on my uh, mood, sometimes I'll get overly sensitive. Like, oh, this, I can't go into it, but I, I cry sometimes at the most inopportune times. Like, someone <laughs> will just be making a joke, someone I barely know, and... Then I'll get all sensitive about. She's and, getting teary-eyed. Like, right now. did they mean this, or do you think they meant that? And it'll like send me for a loop. And oh. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be cool and cash. But I don't know. Every oh, once in a while, you're, sens- you're a sensitive flower. Oh my gosh! But once in a while, you are. Um, you get sensitive to it too, though. Like you can take the razzing up to a certain point, and then yes. you're like, okay. Like when your husband buried my face in Ugh, the snow. I'm sorry. And I couldn't breathe. I know. And he, he said, know when to stop. What did he say? It was the big joke for a while. It yeah. was like, 
I'm going to put you. Are you touching the snow? Are you touching the snow? Or he said, is is the nose hitting your snow? It's in my nose. (laughs) Like I couldn't breathe. He was wrestling and chasing her in the front yard in Idaho, which is just a huge lawn in the summer. But then in the winter, it's just all snow. And that's where we play with the kids and we build all the snowmen. Point being, he's slammed me down. Yeah, he was chasing you. And it was just this big scream fest running across the snow (sighs) and then tackled from behind. Yes. And then shoving your face in the snow. That was great. That I'm was a good sorry. time. I'm sorry. I know. I hope this we've is all evolved past that. Anyway, Cowboy D. Yes. He is. Here he is. Let's launch into it and hear one of his clips. But we're going to, but we also want to do sound bites of Cowboy D because it's so funny. Sometimes they'll give you wisdom. That's just one word wisdom. Yeah. So we'll take over time. We'll have little clips from probably from this recording. Yeah. Right? And this is like at, at a brunch. It was his birthday and also Father's Day, right? Or close to Father's Day? Or was it just no, his birthday? No, not Father's Day. Just it his was, birthday uh, last year. Yeah. And we got him to, well, Elliot, we got him on tape after a couple of Bloody Marys because normally he won't talk so yeah and elliot and charlotte and his birthday are all within the same week yeah so we were kind of it's a triple birthday so. all right ready and right, start what was the life advice that we real all old men own a parking lot <laughs> wait say that again Omar i said Sharif. real men own a parking lot <laughs> only real men no, what if you're the inverse of the I, I guarantee i guarantee you sam elliot owns a parking knife. John well, Wayne owned a bark knife. Okay, so those are the only two real men in the world, John Wayne and Sam Elliott, and they oh, own knives. I got one. Yeah, he, he's almost stabbing after 12 Bloody Marys. He's waving his pocket knife. He's eating his steak with his personal pocket knife. Now you're going to go home with egg in your pocket. Is that a real man? No, oh, wipe it on you. No, no, don't die. Oh, he just wiped it on her dress. He just Daddy. wiped egg. This is where we get in fistfights. Happy birthday, Eggman. All right, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the higher road. I am now a grown-up. It's because you're afraid you'll lose. Awesome. Well, you are carrying a giant knife, no, waving it around right close close to my eyeball. It's penis syndrome. <laughs> it's a short one. It's a very tiny knife. That's true. Well, what does that say about you? I get a big one at home. <laughs> Cowboy penis talk. Only real men carry a knife. <laughs> I know. I, uh, yeah. He is actually, he's given all the boys a knife. He gave Dave one and Toby and Elliot. And then he got into leather making. He does like leather tooling. He makes uh, le- leather sheaths. <laughs> leather sheaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, it's, it's really cool. And he has all the tools and he started yeah. using like making belts, I think. And, He's really good. He'll make it for all of his buddies. Yeah, saddle things. But his claim to fame are the sheaths. Sheaths. That's a hard word, sheaths. Mm -hmm. It is. All right. All right, what's next? What are we going to hear next? Good old Uh, thing. We'll see. Okay, ready? And go. go. Why don't you focus on your menu? Do you know what you're ordering? I do. (laughs) However, you... You're going to take, we'll all be done with our di- breakfast before you decide what I you I am just eat. looking to right now. And what would you like? Oh, thank God. But Somebody else is talking to me. <laughs> uh, for you? Chicken fried steak, <laughs> eggs over hard, and some wheat toast. <laughs> Give her another hour. <laughs> this is not true. You ordered way too fast. <laughs> yes, you did. Now you gave me no if time to, to think about Baskin it. If you go to Robbins, you got no choice. <laughs> You're going to be there for 31 flavors. I go into cold sweats. Can I just do... I'm just going to choose just so I don't get any more flack from over here. Actually, could you come back? Oh, my God. Okay, wait. <laughs> actually already all right. ordered. So. Okay, so... All right. 
Let's, uh, I'm gonna break tradition. I'm ready to choose now. Okay, so can I do the eggs Benedict without the ham? Hammy? Mammy? <laughs> oh, we're still on this. Vegan meal? Substitute it like uh, spinach. Yeah, like spinach, spinach and tomato spinach? sounds good. You got it. Thank you. Good job. You've got it. Do they Yay. have something like that? No one that does. Was, it. That was actually a quick, quick decision. Thank you. I no, appreciate that. Awesome. I'm getting some support for the yeah. from the females in the room. Right. Woohoo! Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know this is a constant joke in our family. Is my uh, taking time making decisions on the menu. <laughs> Yes, this is hard for her, and he has dialed in on that, and this is one of his ribbing points with you. Which Oh, yeah, there are a lot of ribs happening here. <laughs> Constant ribs. And I'm just in the background, like, uh, who's Paul Stern's counterpart? I just giggle in the, in the background. Howard Stern? What'd I say? Paul Stern. Oh, that's, that's Dave's... the guy from Neurocrine, right? No, that's Dave's client. Whoops. <laughs> Scratch that. Howard Stern's counterpart. What's her name? And she Robin. just giggles. Robin. Yeah, I'm Robin in the background. Yeah. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Okay. Yay. I love the, that was the breakfast scene, right? Yeah. So you can imagine we're at this, oh, it was this cool cowboy bar in Temecula. Temecula. And uh, we kind of took over the whole upper. Back door. Yeah. Back patio. It was fun. All right. Next. Denny, will you tell the story of how you and mom met? It, the story's going to vary from first. So you, this uh, is a Saturday night in Danville at a dance. I sensed there was someone behind me. I turned my head over my shoulder and looked. And, and it was, was the ghost there was of mother. Sam Elliott. I says, yeah. excuse me, can I help you? And she says, well, can I just hide behind your hat? She says, there's a guy out there. I'm trying to see if he's with that girl. I looked at her and I said, I can save you some time. They walked in together. <laughs> she was there checking out some guy. Behind the... Yes. So, I says, nice look, move, Mom. That's why, don't, why don't you just go out there, tell him hello, and then come on back and we'll dance. And that's how I met your mother. Aww. You guys. She was there checking that out was a ploy. That, that was a boy. Some dude out there at the head had a beard. All right, but let me tell you something about women. She knew dang well that she was trying to pick up on you oh, no. by using uh, that. Yes, you did. No, no. Okay, She's now tell your... No, I'm, I'm a woman. You wouldn't have guessed from the striped socks <laughs> and the regressive adulthood look. But I am a woman, and I know that that was... Oh, um, no. She was using me for a shield. She was checking out some of that. Okay, now tell your version yeah. because I know I'm right. She came back. How tight were your Wranglers, though? Maybe she was checking out more than just yeah, that. That's guy. all it was. Were you showing some lassie? <laughs> <laughs> so then we danced. When the dance was over, I asked her if she wanted to go get some pie. And went to a place in Danville and had some pie. And then I asked her if she wanted to go ride horses the next morning. No one's ever asked me to go have pie and ride horses. This is exciting. <laughs> this is a whole new concept. Oh, <laughs> that's why. But, um, no, your mother was there checking out another guy. Okay, now tell the real story, Mom. 
She can't, she's not going to let you, she's not going to ruin no, your no, version, no. but we'll find out the real she's thing. She's going to give you an embellished version. Okay, that now, was the abbreviated version. What's your story, Mom? You saw the gentle cowboy. Well, he was cute, I got to admit. Uh-huh. And I decided if you're going to hide behind somebody, it should be him. Ploy. Uh-huh. But she had just admitted she was hiding. It was checking an out this other to, guy. She might have been checking him out, but she also wanted to say that to you, so you would get on her side and you would become her oh, no. protector. And she you guys just, had a bond. And it also makes her she more. She was there checking out this dude. No, what I was doing is making sure that he was connected to somebody else so that I could go dancing. Because I had already, yeah, we had parted company. <laughs> <laughs> So we spent the evening dancing, then we went out for pie. That was, was an awkward pie next. talk? No, it was very nice. Yeah. And then the next day, we went out and rode horses. I think there was a team roping yes. that we went to. And then we went um, Oh, no, the next dancing. day, it was square dancing. That was a Friday night. Saturday night, we went square dancing, and Sunday, we went and rode the horses. Right, That's what we did. exactly. I am corrected. Yes. So it was three dates in a row. That's where I screwed up because I broke my rules. Which was what? Two dates in a row? Yeah, you shouldn't ever date. If you don't want to get married, never date the same woman twice in a row. So you got married. It happened. Yep, broke the rules. Oh, mom. It was all from hiding behind your shoulder and scaring you. Great deal. And how many years have you been married? 24. Did I get the date right? <laughs> you better. That was close. <laughs> and you're very happy, right? Yeah, yeah very. very. Yeah. Nobody else has put up my routine for 24 years. Yes, your, your, your routine is very strange. I've seen it. It happens that when she leaves, <laughs> when she leaves the for to come visit us, she says that you just are like a crash test dummy, where all your stuff just goes right when you walk in the door, drip, 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 drop, oh, drop, yeah. drop, well, all over the house. You li- when she's gone, I live like a real man, me and the dog. He starts throwing lassoes. It sounds like no, this. The first thing I do is go through the house and raise all the toilet seats. <laughs> and then he does a little. All five. We have five bathrooms. As I go to the ba- have to go to the bathroom, I go to a different bathroom each time. When I'm done, I leave the toilet seat open. And he's got montage yeah, music that follows him. That goes. Sorry. I says whenever she leaves, when see you girls, when she comes home, I'm working like a bastard the night before she comes home, cleaning that house up, putting all the toilet seats down. Oh my god. <laughs> Doing my laundry, picking up my underwear off the dining room table. See, me and the dog, we live like real men when she's gone. Wow. like Animal House. You just are a rebel flipping <laughs> toilet seats up, and then you have to run around clean oh it up God. before the parents come home. Maybe before she comes home, cleaning it up. But that's what I want to, like, paint the scene of. There's He's got music with him, like montage music that's no, like... Lift a toilet sheet. Wear my spikes and my boots and my spurs. Throw the underwear on the dining room table or the floor. Go take a shower and go to bed but i'm cleaning all that shit up and doing laundry before she comes home wow do you know this about him i do indeed yeah Yeah, he's like he's yeah pretty much he's like a uh no he's like more of a tasmanian i'm high maintenance okay yeah i'm high maintenance (laughs) but what makes you that way (laughs) plumbing 
<laughs> plumbing? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> it's a plumbing issue. Boys. Real men do not Ask pick up Joelle after themselves. David is. Real men do not pick up after themselves. And real men carry oh, knives. Jeez. So funny. I love your your theme music. Oh, I had to get that in. It was so important for me to say it twice. <laughs> Desperate joke teller. <laughs> Real good stuff. Oh my gosh. No, I love their little love story. I think that's cute. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah. It's just so innocent. This is what mom always wanted was like that country fine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he broke his rule with the three dates. Yeah. Do you think that's true? I don't think people really like go on date dates anymore no right i have yet to experience that yeah really you haven't been on except for that one vegan kid who oh yeah (laughs) story for another time yeah we're gonna make that into a bonus episode which we're gonna put on patreon i'm getting it started paid you have to pay for it to hear that all right anyway anyway, good old denny yeah living like a a real man with his knife and his dog and his his pie and the square dancing isn't that cute yes quite two stepping into the next one here we go <laughs> so how is it hanging out with hanoi jane and your liberal buddies back home net never met jane oh yeah okay well that's what they call me hanoi jane. first of all no one knows who that is anymore she's like 104 and second of all <laughs> yeah we might be a little she's liberal five years older than we are oops sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> He's turning 70 tomorrow. Oh, wow. Today? Today's his birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Wow. the 17th? Then it's Richard Binder's birthday. See, when you have nothing to do, you lose track of days. Wow. It is tomorrow? You're right. Well, I didn't. I thought it was today. Well, you're the one who posted shit on Facebook like it's today. So I thought, okay, I guess it's today. When you when you the have forgetful to do, cowboy, the all co- days all run together. It was hilarious. Yeah, that she she got his birthday wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and posted on Facebook and everything. It was it was pretty funny. No, he forgot his own birthday. Yeah, and he just went along with what she said. Like, okay, yeah. it must be the eighteenth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. They really do love each oh, other. Oh, what is the Hanoi Jane comment? Is that coming up? Do we get into it? Jane, no. No, I know who it is. Jane Fonda. Yeah, I got it. Just Denny would say that every time I'd bring up some liberal comment, which is like normal. Yeah. He would go, oh, there's Hanoi Jane. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. This is the thing. And Idaho is a very red state. So when we come over from California, it brings... some stuff up and the last time we hung out i had to say look we're just not gonna talk about it let's just avoid politics the whole subject altogether because he loves like poke poke poking and any little meat stick yeah and his uh, barrel shotgun yeah he's not a big gun guy and he's not a big hunter i like that yeah but yeah there are some ideologies that are do not line up with our california lib that's (laughs) right there's a lot of uh what Dave always says this, these colors do not run <laughs> out in Idaho, so. which is good. I'm all for America, but, you know, we have our differences. So. Yeah. All right. All for good America. Yeah. All right. 
No, he talks about uh, some stuff coming up. All right, let's get to the My next one. My friend had a great hat, by the way, yeah. to all the Republicans out there. It's a red hat that says, Make America Gay Again. <laughs> He's oh. my sweet gay friend. Yay. I love it. I'm That's like, cute. Yeah. He goes, well, I was I was driving through the U.S., but I had to take it off in certain places. Yes. So See? Yeah. <gasps> Anyway, the state of affairs. All right. Very sad. Here we go. When I was going to college, I got to be friends with the actor Robert Newman. He was very good friends. Robert Newman? <laughs> what is he, a two-part person? No. <laughs> oh, he's had four Bloody Marys. Yeah. That's what it is. That would be Robert Redford and Paul Newman. They are two separate people. Very good friends with Paul Newman. So I met them all. And spent quite a bit of time with her. Paul Newman was married to Joanne Woodward. His entire married life. So I was engaged to be married, and Newman was there at. To not our mom. Right. (laughs) So at the ski shop, at the rental department, we had a pot billiard stove. After the day was over, there was only two people left in the shop, me and Paul Newman. I looked at Paul and I said, Paul, you and Joanne have been married for a long time. What's your secret to success? He thought for a minute and he says, well, he says, we've always addressed our marriage like a toaster. He said, when we got married, we got a toaster. It's broken down two or three times and every time I go in to get it fixed and they tell me it would be cheaper to buy a new toaster and I tell them no it toasts bread just fine just and that's you know one of my favorite deals with Paul Newman and Robert Redford was Paul and Joanne were married to the same people their entire married life. Now, if they didn't have problems, every time they had problems, they just fixed it. However, Paul told me one time he got so mad at Joanne that he got in his Porsche, drove away, and was never going back. Wait, this is Paul? You said mm-hmm. Paul, not Paul Robert. Newman. Okay. And he says, I got two miles away from home. And realized he had nowhere else to go, went back and apologized. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. Joanne Woodward were very, very nice people. How sweet. The Paul Newman and Robert Redford I know. story. The Robert Newman. <laughs> Robert Newman story. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. That always, like, I'm trying to put myself back in those days. I just did a project for Dave's dad that showed the butch... Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and they were good-looking guys. Oh, I mean, yeah. back in the day, they were the heartthrobs. Good-looking. Well, well poor Paul. Posthumous. <laughs> oh, he was Is so. Is it posthumous was... or posthumous? Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> posthumous. Ha 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 ha. Let's post for. Sorry about that. Um, I'm not they, he has other stories too. We have to get the. Oh yeah, you want to hear stories. another one? Yeah. What was it? Let's do another uh, Paul Newman. <laughs> Every year in the summertime, well, Paul and Joanne came to Redford Ski Resort twice a year. They came during the winter to ski, and they came in the summer. So one summer they came, and there was Paul and Redford and I went for a horseback ride. We're sitting off the road about 50 yards on a little knoll. A car came by. 
slammed on his brakes, screeched to the shop, stop, and this guy jumped out and started hollering. When we realized what he was saying, it was a guy who was hollering my name. He recognized <laughs> me, and I was sitting between Paul Newman and Robert <laughs> And Newman's comment was, I guess we know who the star is around here. They rode away, and I rode down to talk to the guy. It was a roommate I'd had two years before that in college oh. who recognized me from sitting between Paul Newman and Robert <laughs> That's sweet. I like that. That's why I love Paul Newman. Yeah, very cool. I always buy his salsa because I know that all the proceeds go back to charity. Isn't that cool? I know. And I loved him in Cars. Oh, it's so funny. The kids all relate to everybody from Disney cartoons now. Really? Whenever we see like Tom Hanks and something serious, we're like, "Oh, look, there's Woody, the voice of Woody," and they're like, "Oh, okay." (laughs) It's like part of our family. All right, anyway, what is... Oh, I like these next clips. We were talking about which ones we're going to play. Okay. uh, This will be a a little insight into the mind of a Idahoan cowboy. How was your pudding? How was that pudding? It was good pudding. I love that everyone's calling it pudding. It was actually moose. No, no, it's pudding. Real cowboys don't eat moose. That was pudding. That was a moose. That was a fancy moose. No Idaho moose for this one. Real cowboys don't eat moose, we eat pudding. Also some great life advice (laughs) from Cowboy D. I like these. This is good. So Denny, tell us about your leather working and leather... uh, He's shaving the... Can I just say what you're doing? You're taking your tiny knife. He's making a toothpick with his knife and the straw. He's like... Cutting open the straw. Yeah. So now, Jesus. That's why you always carry a knife, because you're never without a toothpick. So you could turn, have a straw pick. That's, you can whittle anything into a toothpick. What do you think about um, sea turtles choking on plastic straws? Yeah. Trade up. I think that um, straws you get in here. They're really just paper that disintegrate in 10 minutes. Now, give me a straw. And real mans have thick plastic straws? Is that a real man straw? A straw. What decides that? What discerns that from the other straws? You know, I don't buy the sea turtle deal. No, I think fishing nets with sea turtles are an issue. Do I think? I mean, how hard it would be to get that in a sea turtle's nose. <laughs> He's putting the plastic straw up his nose. Get this guy a bloody berry. What are the percentages they get in this, this in a sea turtle's nose? Well, actually, there's a statistical sheet. I go to McDonald's. I get a plastic straw. I go to a fancy restaurant. I get a paper straw. They're I don't understand. Conscious, they're trying to save those poor little sea turtles with yeah. good. Well, then why don't they go to Paper Straw McDonald's? That's where most of the plastic they need straws are, or the plastic is, is McDonald's. So why hit the restaurants where he asks for a real straw? But we came here for Valentine's Day. They started with a paper straw. Fifteen minutes later, if you don't suck down your drink, it folds in half. Yes, this is our environmentally <laughs> conscious, uh, but at least he was a little bit. Well, he knew about the paper straws, and yeah. I hope that he is a, maybe he'll be the next advocate for a McDonald's 
paper straws. Yeah, that would be good. But you know, I really do hope they create a better paper straw. Honestly, it's true. It's kind of. I mean, it's. It is a step in the right direction. I just posted this thing in Vietnam. This guy took a certain type of grass that grows just like a straw, and they're starting to sell it in Vietnam. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. And yeah. It's a natural this thing. This is a real problem, you as can we all know. Chew. Plastic straws. My friend will not, Barbara Cole will not. Yeah. Plastic straws, pl- plastic lids, bags. Yep. She's really good about it. She won't thing. take plastic from anywhere. Yeah. Good. Yep. I like it. Um, all right. All right. So moving on. And should we pick like one last? Good... You know what? Let's do a little. <clears throat> let's do a oh, it's coming back. <laughs> let's do a little. I think we should do some cowboy wisdom just back to back quotes. Good. I from like Cowboy it. D. Oh, and really quick disclaimer he doesn't drink like hardly at all. Yeah. He'll have like a beer like on a special occasion. So yeah. the fact that this he, was a special occasion, it was a bottomless uh, Bloody Mary brunch, and they had to wait an hour for us to get there. So, and he met the owner and they were talking and drinking, and he yeah. kept getting refills. <laughs> So this was an anomaly, the slurring yeah. cowboy. And this he claims was he was not drunk at all. He was just having fun. So yeah. maybe that is true. It was great. But <laughs> we loved him. He was loosey-goosey. He never talks as much. Yep. So it was we wonderful. love Cowboy D. He's yes. a great guy. Good heart. Good cowboy. Yes. And with that, we'll leave you with some wisdom. Ready? Real cowboys don't eat moose. We eat pudding. Real men own a pocket knife. Always carry a knife because you're never without a toothpick. Trade up. That's old. What about guns? Guns? Buy nice ones. (laughs) Cowboy rules. We are going into a realm that I did not want to go. Nice next door neighbor in California were the gay guys. Best neighbors I've ever had. I think they're grand. That's their choice. I barely had a date when I was in college, alone with a dude. Chicken fried steak, eggs over hard, and some wheat toast. I mean, how hard it would be to get that in the sea turtle's nose. Paper straw isn't cut a gut good. You get me a real straw. What? Fifteen minutes later, if you don't suck down your drink, it folds in half. All right, we done? Yeah. I've given you a, a year's worth of podcast data. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Use some of that wisdom. You guys could take that out and make little fortune cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Little cowboy hat shaped fortune cookies with the Dennyisms in there. Um, We love him. And he's a wonderful dad figure in our lives. Yep, absolutely. And he keeps things fun. And (laughs) lots of poking. Poke, poke. Poke, poke, poke. But we have a good time. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And we will be... Uh, posting all of our show notes on our webpage, which is mouseandweens.com. You can find us everywhere on social media. Uh, Please take some time to go to Apple, scroll down, and find those stars, and do a quick rate and review if you can. It says write a review. We would appreciate it. That really helps with um, visibility and all that jazz. So we appreciate We love our our pals and everybody out there. Um, Let's do quick Two quick shout-outs on our um, Facebook group. Uh, we have... Should we scroll here? All sure. Right. Let me... Uh, Let's do it. Get this going. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Oh, how's your music album going? Really quick. We never followed up with that. Yeah, that's fine. You could go to my... If you want to hear any of it, it would be at... Julianne... 
agle.com backslash art of freelance. Art of freelance. And it's got dashes in between too. Right? Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, it just really... go to julianagle.com and then go to the tab that says art of freelance. And those That's are right. the new songs that I recently created. Yes. That, you know, it's going to be more, a little bit more like a demo album. Not, I only had a few weeks to do it. Yes. All right. I know who to shout out. I'm okay. scrolling. I'm, this is going to be a pointed kind of shout out. Brian Lee. Oh, yes. We have Brian. Our, this is, is this the, the hat? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love Brian. The hat story. And then um, Chad and Janine. You know who you are. We love you. And we hope you like this episode. It's Chad's dad that we're talking about. Yes. Cowboy D. <laughs> all right. I wasn't yeah. going to give it all oh, away. Oh, am I not supposed to say No, that's fine. Chad and Janine, we love you. And they've been there for many yes, a fun Christmas. So we love it. And the kids. Yay. All right. Everybody have a great week. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. You walked in like a stallion. Bye. Bye. Two hours later, he was in AZ, where he trailered up the horses and he jammed to Queens Creek, Cowboy D. The competition looked rough, 229 teams, all young and tough. Those boys were mean. Denny's partner turned to him. He said, you want to play it safe? Denny said, hell no, with a smile on his face, Cowboy D. So Denny jumped up on a horse that he'd never even ridden, and someone greased up his saddle so his rear end was slipping. But that didn't stop him. He was here to win. So the judge hit the horn, and the whipping did begin. The cowboy did. Competition was whining while they were eating their dust. Denny said, You want to let me play? You gotta eat my dirt. Cause they came in second, then they came in first. Cowboy D. And all the other boys moaned, That son of a gun. Denny got the silver buckle and a smaller one. And he also won a saddle and 600 cash. So he gathered up his winnings, sent him home FedEx. Cowboy D. That marked the day that he turned 57 As he popped his Corona, this guy was in heaven With his friends by his side and his lady in tow He said, I blew into town and stole all those Arizona boys' marbles And went back to Idaho, I'm Cowboy D Cowboy D, no Cowboy D, he's here to win Already closed, as far as I knew. I know. Let me. Uh, the hairball brush. What was you? What you, you want call to go it? There again? Nope, I don't. <laughs> Stop. Okay, great, Charlotte. Look at it's her birthday. Oh, get me out of here. <laughs>